With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Professional Rookie at gmail.com. 
And let me add this in here, too. We are at Professional Rookies 2012 at gmail.com, all right? And we will be right back. Now, hang on in there with us, y'all. tonight, everybody. We are here to give an inspirating word for you tonight. And we know that tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So therefore, we want to put something on your mind while you're doing your thing on Valentine's Day and thereafter. So the question for tonight, according to our topic, can you lift someone out of that muckmiring clay? that they have found themselves in, that someone is reaching up for you. Do you believe in the power of God in you? Have you ever thought you could raise someone from the dead before they actually go to the grave? You will know them when you see them by the power of God within you. So come and join us on this mission in discovering the latent powers within you. Now, when we talk about latent powers, we want to give you a uh, a dictionary meaning of latent 
of Layton, okay? So if you want to tell your story on how you have been used to pull someone out of the pits of hell, you can call us on our show and you can give some comments or if you just want to ask questions, you can do that too. You can call us in at 347-884-8684. That number again is 884-347-884-8684. Or you can email us and let us know how we are doing on these shows uh, as we already have found out on when we did It's Your Business to Tell Your Business. We had over 2,000 downloaded listens. We hoping that we get some callers that call in and that will also listen in on this show as well. If not, we're going to keep on going until someone gets, you know, a little bit of of, of, of power within them to call on to the show and let us know that they are there to help us when we are doing these shows because they're very interesting. You can email us at professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. That email address is professionalrookie at 2012. Excuse me, I keep saying that wrong. Professionalrookie2012 at gmail.com. I hope you got that. And so I guess, you know, we are here to uh, to talk about can you lift someone out of McMire and Clay. And so we want to start off with, before we actually start off with this lesson, and also how we can solve a problem with other people that we come in contact with that may have issues and we feel compelled to want to help them. But we got to first know what we got inside of us that can help. Am I right, uh, Song Tower, about that? Yeah, you're right um, about that. You have to know what you're talking about in order to help someone else. you got already been there yourself in order to help someone else get out of where they might be at. Absolutely. You've got to have the power within yourself. Yes. I mean, without the power, it's just like cutting a light switch in the light. <laughs> and, it, you know, <laughs> I'm not electricity is not coming through. It's yes. not going from the switch to the light bulb. Right. So you got to have a connection in order for that light to come on. Absolutely. So uh, I did some research, and we went into the freedictionary.com to come to you to uh, explain by dictionary, what does that name latent mean? That that word is spelled L-A-T-E-N-T, latent. And we call it latent power, something that's hidden within yourself that normally you wouldn't really know about it unless you, like Strong Tower was saying, you get a connection. Mm-hmm. And that connection is knowing, you know, a higher power than yourself. Right. Okay, so... The, the dictionary version of latent is dormant, and it also says from an old French or Latin term, a present participle of latere is to lie hidden, and it goes on to say a, a present or potential but not evident or active. That means, say, for instance, if you, you know, um, you have some musical inclinations, but you haven't used any of them until you get around the sources that, you know, can ignite those specific uh, uh, interests that mm-hmm. you have in you. You would never know that you got this in you. So you have to be around musicians and singers and stuff in order for that to be done. Mm-hmm. And also they give you a thesaurus um, meaning, 
which means potentially existing but not presently active, uh, evident, or realized. Mm -hmm. Now, that's another way to look at latent powers within you because you may not even know that you have these powers until something, you know, you come confronted with, you know, give you this, you know, this uh, inclination or this thrust that you need to, you know, do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's when you get in trouble and then sometimes when somebody yelling for help, mm -hmm. okay? And the last but least of the uh, uh, the information about uh, about latent is another translation, which is called compassion, mm -hmm. okay? And that compassion is someone that is sorrow or pity for the suffering of another, yeah. okay? Also, you can look at that as also a hidden, secret, invisible, lurking, veiled, inherent, unseen, dormant, or undeveloped quality wow. that you may have about yourself. So when we say, can you lift someone out of that muckmire and clay, what we're saying is, is do you believe in the power of God in you? And when I music from Mary Mary, it's a God in me, yeah. you really got to better know it. Yeah, you better know yeah. what you know because these are the latent powers you need that help someone that and you know they need your help, but if you don't realize what you have inside of you, you won't be able to help them. That's true. Okay, so uh with that to say, um uh, you know, getting getting to the source of what we want to talk to you about is is in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, for those that that read the Bible or those that you know get their inspiration in something else, but I'm sure that when this is uh, spoken to you, maybe you might understand when we talk about can you lift someone out of that mire and clay that they have found them. Okay, mm -hmm. so it says in Galatians 6, 1 through 7. Now, I'm going to read the 1 through 8, okay, of Galatians 6, 1 through 8. It says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you spiritual restore one in the spirit of me, considering thyself that thou one another's burden mm -hmm. and so fulfill the law of Christ. Mm -hmm. And if you remember, Christ means salvation. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, it means salvation. Mm -hmm. So every time you hear this Christ, put it in your mind about salvation. You can't even uh, do salvation or be a salvation if you yourself haven't been saved. That's right. So just think about that word salvation. Mm -hmm. Then it goes on to say, if for if any man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Mm -hmm. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Mm -hmm. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. 
Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Mm-hmm. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall have the spirit he will reap. Life everlasting. Now, I'm going to have Strong Tower explain that to you, that, you know, that, that verse the verses that I have read and and break it down a little bit more in simpler terms, you know, for you to understand about can you lift someone out of that bookmark class. Strong Tower, you've heard this, 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 you know, what I was reading. What do you think about that? How can you explain this to, you know, the listeners? Well, uh, the key to what you said was, a simple form because I am a simple person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to act simple in other ways. That's part of the negative simple. But uh, that was part of my death. You know, I was walking around here on earth dead. You know, I did 15 years in prison, and when I was in prison, I, I didn't. I realized that I had to get in that word and realize that through the strength of the word and through the processes by which I had learned and I just put that knowledge under a pillow or or under a rug, I had to utilize that. I had to save myself with the help of the good Lord. In other words, I had to bring myself back to life through the word, okay? And, and I did that through supplication. I did that through separation. I did that through determination. Um, the first part of that was repenting. I had to repent for everything that I did. Everything I thought I was old enough to do, I had to repent for that. And secondly, I had to reclaim what was mine in the first place, or what, the renewal of what I had, being a backslider, being close to God, walking with God, I had to renew that while I was incarcerated. And then a resurrection began to take place inside of me, okay, through the Word and through what I had been taught. Now, some of us have not had the opportunity to be taught by parents and and relatives and loved ones and friends, but my both my parents and my sister and my brother are all ministers, and I grew up in the church, didn't have any business out there running around, but I felt like I had to do this or do that. When you're chosen to do something, I don't care what it is you're going through, God can, will still communicate with you, but, and our minds have to be open to receive that in order to be strengthened from that, in order to receive the gifts that we have inside of us in our minds and in our hearts, to be reborn. You know what I mean? Because when you're in that muck and when you're in that clay, you don't have any any kind of uh, uh, restrictions. You don't have any 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 self-worth. You don't care what you do. you just taking anybody down with you. You don't care nothing about family. You don't care about yourself. But when you're reborn and you, and you see uh, your neighbor, you see your neighbor as yourself, you say to yourself, well, if my neighbor is going through something, is it, can I do anything to help him? Do I have any power? to bring that person back from that depth, that particular depth that they're going through. And I would say that I've experienced uh, talking to some people and they've told me that I've touched some parts of them that they didn't know anyone knew about. And the only way I, they knew about it, that I knew about it, was that the Lord would have to reveal that to me. And just letting them know that someone else knows what they're going through, believe you me, is a great plus that they'll know, hey, they have to have some kind of love in their heart in order to be able to put themselves in my shoes. First of all, 
Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for that, Strong Tower. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we want to know what are these latent powers that you may not be uh, uh, knowledgeable about or you may know some of what you got, but that will help someone, you know, out of muckmire and clay after you have been through something and you know that, you know, it wasn't a power of your own, but a power of God that did it for you, then, you know, you get this passion because people, you know, uh, that God may bring you to, it's not by you looking for mm-hmm. the help, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just God want to put you out there so that you will be of help to someone mm-hmm. so you're in the path and it just happens and they talk to you and you find out what they may be going through, and then you identify with those things. So let's find out what are the latent powers within you. Now, if we went into Galatians 5 and 22, chapter 5 and 22, Mm -hmm. this is what you will find, and they're called the fruits of the Spirit. They were also called the character the characters mm-hmm. of, of of the very God that saved you, mm-hmm. that will be inside of you because that's what it's replaced with right. so that you may be able to help others that's right. that may come into your path. But until you have uh, uh, recognized these gifts in you, um, you know, it may be a problem trying to help them because then you will be doing saying worldly things that you think that may help them mm-hmm. when it's really spiritual things right. that only that the spirit would be able to help them, right. you know, out of, through you. That's right. So in Galatians chapter 5, um, uh, verse 22 through 23, it says, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. So if the powers that are latent in you are the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law, and and as I was reading to you from Galatians 6 and 1, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual restore such as one in the spirit of meekness. So that's one of the latent powers that you have to have. So that would mean, what what is meekness to you, strong power? Well, meekness was something that was hard for me to associate with. But then when you bump your head up against the wall so many times and you're driving yourself completely nuts and things are not working out like they're supposed to, you're going to try something else. So when I was high-minded and I thought the world, I had the world in, in, you know, in my hands and I could do whatever I wanted to do, thought I was old enough to do, I realized that I couldn't do those things because I was trying to do it of myself. So I had to go another way. And the way that I was taught was to be humble be understanding, to be kind and, and, and as generous as you possibly can be to someone because you want that in return. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you're supposed to love and respect your neighbor like you want them to respect you. And then as I did this time 
I began to realize that I wasn't as important in the scheme of things as I thought I was. Life was going on, you know, <laughs> kids was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And everybody's out having a good time, and old Charlie's just chilling out behind the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know. Mm-hmm. I started really thinking about that, and I said, you know what? Uh, it's it's a, a privilege to be here and to be associated with with people who like you or who dislike you, mm-hmm. or just to be able to experience it. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, I, not only did I want to experience it, I wanted to contribute to it. Yeah. And the best way I found to contribute to it is to be approachable. Right. Now, if you, if you uh, have a lot of pride and you're sarcastic and you always point your finger at people and you find a fault and this and yeah. that, you know, people don't want to pull up on you and tell you to talk about things that might be going on and they don't trust you. Mm-hmm. First of all, to be trustable, you got to be transparent. You got to let people know what's going on with you, what you've been about, what you're doing now. And then when you let them know who you are, they will come to you and they will believe and understand what you're saying because they'll feel it, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and to and to define a little more about weakness uh, is humbly patient or docile as under provocation for, uh, from Others, mm-hmm. it's like uh, overly submissive or compliant. Mm-hmm. Okay, a tamed person. Not not saying like a dog, but you know we're saying mm-hmm. it's a virtue. Okay, mm-hmm. it's it, it's not really a virtue, but it's like a value. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's 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 a, it's a fruit of the spirit. It's a it's a right. character. Right. Okay, it's not a virtue. Okay. And then again, it's not a virtue that people consider valuable or even desirable, right, because everybody want to have pride, you know what I'm saying? They want to think that they're know-it-alls when they talk, and they're talking with so much, you know, with so much uppity, you know, intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't, you know, uh, get anything That's out of a person. Yeah, that, you can't get anything out right. of a person like that. Also, you can see modesty. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to people, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you are you are humble because you you know that how you got to be where you are was a humbling experience, you know. So um, that's what the fruits of the spirit or the latent powers. One of the latent powers you have to have within yourself in order to help someone that has fallen, that has uh, that that went on a fault. You know, with themselves, whether they went to jail or whether they've been sexually molested or whatever the case may be, I tell you that you know um, how I was helped, you know, or got out of the muckmire and clay that I was in after praying to God. You know, God gives you what you ask for. It's kind of like this story that was told, um, and I will tell you about that story when we get back from a break and we will get back and I'll tell you about that story, okay? So stay tuned and we will be right back, okay?
are back. And you heard the song. It's the God in me. That's what it's Now, check this out. It's very interesting because in order to lift someone out of muck, mire, and clay, you must be able, by the power of God in you, to be able to do this. And so you would have to know what are those latent powers that are in you that they speak of when they say, it's the God in me. You know, you have to have been through something and been pulled out of it by God himself, the spiritual realm, in order to help someone else, okay? And that means that to be able to identify, to have compassion. And as I was saying before we went on the break, uh, that I was going to tell you a story because a lot of people, when they go to God and they ask God to do something for them, um, you know, uh, he, he gives you what you ask for. It's just how you, how you, you know, uh, interpret what you have asked for. Either you have forgotten or you just don't know what it was or you just didn't figure it out, okay? But there's a story that uh, went out a long time ago that was told to me about, you know, this man. Uh, and Strong Tower, you can help me with this if you want, um, about this man that had asked God, you know, because he was in trouble, and they asked God to help him out. And, you know, eventually, you know, it started to rain or whatever, and then, you know, the levels of, of, of water uh, coming against his house. And each time that the man was in trouble and the water was getting higher, uh, God had sent, you know, one on a boat, you know, to tell him, come on, get on the boat with us and, and let's go, you know, because uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rain some more. And he says, well, no, I'm going I'm to let God help me. And then the, the, the rain got higher over the, the, onto the rooftop area. And uh, there was another boat that went past. And that man or woman that was in that boat uh, told him, said, come on, you know, your life is at stake. Come on, come on and get on the boat and come on and go with us. He said, no, I'm waiting on the Lord to help me. And then eventually the uh, the whole house was uh, was overtaken by the water. And then one more boat came with people on it talking about, come on, let's come on, go with us. And he said, no, I'm going to stay and wait on the Lord. I asked the Lord to help me. <laughs> and eventually the man died. And when he died and he found himself before the Lord, he asked the Lord, well, Lord, why didn't you save me? And the Lord said, well, I sent people to save you. So the one thing you have to recognize is that God works through people. And, you know, and the things that you ask for and that they are not something that, you know, that's going to be way out of the way, but, you know, you really needing help with some, with some real issue that's going on and you want help. And he sends somebody to you and you don't even know that the person is there to help you and you send them off. And so, therefore, you know, you first got to recognize when you ask God for something, you know, can you, can you, can you see God when he comes? And the other one that I was going to say to you was that I had a, uh, I had a heart attack or angina or whatever they want to call it, but they swore up and down that it was, uh, you know, a heart attack. And with that heart attack, I had almost lost my life. And in the bed, of the, the when I was in the hospital, I asked God for some help to help me out of all the stuff that I was in, 
and I was taken to a gentleman that was is my counselor right now today, and his name is Dr. Charlie Paul. And Dr. Charlie Paul has been with me probably since two well longer than that, but for this issue since 2005. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, he was he was one that helped me, but I had to listen and I had to understand what I found myself in. So when I say the latent powers within you, in order for you to help another person, you first have to be trained in it. You've got to have gone through something and uh, come out successfully. So when somebody calls for your help and guidance and trusting you to help someone, you know, then you will be able to pull up these latent powers that we speak of. And one of them that we told you was what? Meekness. And another one is gentleness. And another one is goodness, and the other one is faith. The other one is temperance, meaning that you have to have patience. And then love, joy, peace, and then be able to long-suffer, you know, the burden with them in order to help them out of something that is really, really, you know, going to hurt them, like they could be thinking about killing themselves or anything. So, Strong Tower, what, what other things do you have that may be uh, and, oh, we're sitting here with a number of someone that's trying to call in, and let's see if we can get someone to talk to us about, you know, a comment that they may have. And this particular uh, area code is 614, and the last four digits is 5144. Do you have any comments that you want to speak, caller? You're on the air. Welcome to Lordy McCordy's Power Show now. Are you there? No comments right now. Okay. So strong power, as we were saying, you know, is there is there um any anything that you would like to add in on this? Oh yeah, uh I noticed that as I get older and more mature in the spirit that I can just be sitting down talking to people and God will reveal some things to me that really they're not expecting me to know about. And when I tell them about these things that's going on in them, uh, they begin to release emotions, uh, pin up uh, anxieties, and, and, and the walls start falling down, and they start sharing these problems that they're having that's choking them, they, they're stunting them, they're causing them to back up on a lot of the goals and and uh, visions that they have in their life. So if you really have it in your heart and the Spirit of God is with you, he'll give you that spirit of discernment to actually reach down and pick someone up that's about to lose grip on life and reality. And to add to that, that would be mm-hmm. compassion, mm-hmm. you know, because you need that, you know, as well as the discernment, you know, to be able to uh, pick them up out of Right, and, and you can't be playing because you once you get into that, and you make a statement concerning that person, they'll either let you know what you, you know what you're talking about mm-hmm. or you don't. Right. And then I don't know I don't never leave it on myself. I let them know the Lord is the one where I get my strength from. This is no trick. Yeah. There's no magic trick. I'm not trying to kind of reach in your pocket and charge you for what God has given me or mm-hmm. concerning you. Because they free. Yeah. They're free. And as you know, we had someone over the other night and God blessed us to be able to share with them, and tears began to flow. We had prayer, and 
they felt a release. And we talked to uh, uh, loved ones and friends and that we know earlier today, and we began to release some of that uh, power that has held them at bay from them. Mm-hmm. If you claim claiming the Lord, specifically Jesus Christ in your life, you got to have some power because you're going to be put on front street, you're going to be in the hot seat, and if you want okay, to... Okay, that's a good one right there. <laughs> that's a good one. And yeah, it's a hot to, seat. You're going to have to show some evidence. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to show God in you. The fruits that you say your that's tree right. has grown and tapped into. Especially if you're saying that you are, you know, that you know the Lord. You know what I'm saying? You know, because he said uh, he is not mocked. So, therefore, you're going to be put on front street in order to share what you know about God. And so... Uh, let's talk about that compassion. See, you know, when you hear a story of someone that is going through something that is, uh, you know, that is really soul-wrenching, you know, in your spirit, you know, the, and compassion comes out. What is the compassion? The compassion is, uh, according to uh, the freedictionary.com, where I got this information from, is a deep awareness of the suffering of another, coupled with the wish to relieve it. Okay, it's like a pity. Okay, it's a synonym of that, pity. And um, another one of compassion is a feeling of distress and pity for the suffering or misfortune of another, often including the desire to alleviate it. Okay, so that is that is compassion. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if, if a story be told to you, like me and my husband, we had, you know, in meeting him, you know, um, I had to be touched. It yeah. was his very words, the words that he was using um, and, and the, 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 the uh, understanding that he had about, you know, the spiritual remnant of God, you know, that compelled me, mm-hmm. you know, because I've been through some stuff, yeah. you know, I've been through so much stuff. It's, it's unbelievable yeah. that I am here to even say hello to you, yeah. let alone say I love you. And remember, you know, uh, if you have anything that you want to say or you want to comment to something, here you can get on the show and speak mm-hmm. at 347-884-8684. That number again is six, uh, 347-884-8684. And we're here to help you about those latent powers Mm -hmm. that you may not understand Mm -hmm. that you have, Mm -hmm. but you do have them. But if you be around somebody that can help to cultivate what Mm -hmm. you have, they, you know, and you apply these specific gifts Mm -hmm. that is within you, you too will be able to help someone out of distress. Okay. And there was one part where I said to you, have you ever thought you could raise someone from the dead before they actually went to the grave? Have you ever had those? Have you ever met someone that was a walking dead? Mm -hmm. Okay. They had already probably prayed to God, but still, you know, nobody had the, 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 the with all or the understanding or, you know, maybe even the patience even help the person right, out, and right. then you know, you know, then something may happen where a person runs into somebody right. that will be able to help them. That's right. And and I can give you a for instance of that story is with Strong Tower. Strong Tower, you know, tell the story about how you know before you met me, mm-hmm. and then after you met me, how God had used you or and used mm-hmm. me within this situation 
uh, that you had to deal with to come out of something that you know uh, that that could have potentially you know put you in another uh, thought of thinking mm-hmm. you know or or perhaps to easily just give up. Oh, okay. you know, yeah. Tell well, me about that. First of all, I'd like to say. Uh, you know, I did a lot of time in prison, and I went to the lowest depths of what a human being could possibly be. And I found myself in a sex offender situation, and I did 15 years in prison. And uh, some of the things I did and some of the things I didn't do, I'm taking responsibility for the things that I did. I went to the Lord and asked him to forgive me. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking responsibility for those things that they claimed that I did, but I know I didn't have any any business being involved in the situation. And then I got out here and went to work. Uh, God blessed me with many gifts, but one hand was tied behind my back when you find yourself in situations mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. but you can't give up. And I would like to say I am a spokesman for those who have given up. If you're listening to this program tonight, I'm here to tell you the Lord can deliver you just like he delivered me. And he, he said the battles of this world belong to the Lord. And he is able to keep us in the victory that was won on the cross. And also, John 14, 27 also says, Peace I leave with you, and my peace I give to you. And when I met my wife, just before I met her, I got down on, on the, the uh, church that I belonged to, crawled from the back end of the church to the front end of the church, and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of laying here and there with women uh, you know, some good, some bad. I'm good, I'm bad. I don't put myself above or below anyone. We was all in that same pot. And I would just like to say, I told the Lord I was tired of living like that. I needed a change. At that time, I was calling. I was homeless. You know, living in an abandoned house next door to the church. And, I, you know, I could stay with some of the women or this or that. Mm-hmm. Because my uh, the kind of work I do is seasonal. is outside and I wasn't working that much, you know what I mean? And it's just just the way it is, and plus having artistic skills. I don't care what your gift is, what your potential is. If you're not living like you're supposed to, all you're doing is in vain. So and then I met uh, Moon Opal, Wendy uh, Oracle, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, as you know her, and uh, 33 days uh, we were married, and uh, I've been here. We've been uh, together ever since. 17 months. Haven't had a desire to do anything illegal against the, uh, what I'm supposed to be doing. And as I live this life that I find myself in now, I'm becoming a lot more spiritual about things, mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. All the lust that I had in my heart is gone now. Uh, I, I see people for who they are. Uh, the projects that I work on now are, are favorable. I, I thank God for that. The people I come in contact with, I got to some good news for them. I can help them. I feel what their pain, yeah. and I can also bring them out. And when I first met my wife, Wendy, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy, I walked into a shop where business was at, and the first thing I felt was peace. You know, I felt that peace, and it was like, I'm home now. Mm-hmm. Some things mm-hmm. you don't have to know. Yeah. You know, peace is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When you ask God, wholeheartedly for something or change in your life. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. That's in the past. Yes. Stop living in the past. If I can yes. say something to somebody tonight to bring you up out of that muck, mire, and clay like God brought me up out of it 
and give him the credit for all yes. that, then my living has not been in vain. If I can be an example of what not to do, then my living has not been in vain. I'm not ashamed to talk about what I've done because, see, the devil got the wrong person involved in that mess this time. I'm not going to walk around with my head down like I can't tell people what's going on with me. I want you to know because maybe it might help you yes. get out of what you're in or prevent you from getting into yes. something like yes. that. Yes. And I'm here to tell you, the devil don't like you. He don't like your mama, your daddy, your children. He don't care. He's here to see and destroy whoever he can. He can come dressed up. He can come with gifts. But good is not good enough. You've mm-hmm. got to give up all your vices. And Everything. hand them over to the Lord before you call yourself getting out here doing a work for him. Yes. If you don't do it, then you're going to find yourself caught up in a mess, and you're going to be responsible for not only your soul, but everybody else you've been lying to. Absolutely, because, see, those same latent powers, you know, people also carry negative vibes, too, what we call negative vibes on the surface, but really they're negative spirits within them, you know, that if you haven't gotten yourself completely, you know, together with the full armor of God, mm-hmm. you know, then when you get with those people, it would be like what, what, the, what the demons have said to Paul and, mm-hmm. and, and Peter. Right. Peter I know and Paul I know, yeah. but you yeah. I don't know. And they'll just come on after you mm-hmm. and eat you alive, right. yeah, exactly. you know, and right. you ain't got nothing to defend no with and no protection because you don't have that power, yeah. which which is supposed to Same be, power. well, mm-hmm. actually, the power that's supposed to be um, trained mm-hmm. and developed, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to help someone. Because I tell you, it's not easy uh, to help someone that has gone through a whole lot in their mm-hmm. life and, and say that you may have been, you know, someone that they look at to help them, yeah. and if you're if you're not careful, you know, cause I can I can I can attest to this uh, that many a times I have been running away. I didn't want to help. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I did, you know, it was very short time. But to actually actually stay in someone's life and to literally see them go from you know from the baby stage mm-hmm. of of of, of of hurt mm-hmm. and you know probably needing a defibrillator to uh, to jolt them back to wanting to live again. Uh, I was able to find that I, I had to go through that this time. Mm-hmm. There was a couple other times that I did, but I didn't stay long enough because mm-hmm. I didn't have the patience. Mm-hmm. Which all of these gifts that I talked about, these latent powers within you. Especially love. Love is like compassion, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's like a deep awareness to want to sympathize with someone else's suffering and want to do something about it. And immerse, and it's a mercy spirit, you mm-hmm. know, being uh, being a disposition of being kind and forgiving. Yeah. You know, because lots of people get a person that come from jail mm-hmm. or a person that's trying to flip from being gay to straight. You know, and if you ain't been through nothing and you ain't been taken from those areas and understand the the processes that it takes and that you had to have that same patience and love and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and meekness and stuff for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have no patience for yourself to help yourself, you know, uh, learn how to change, you know, through the helps of who the spirit realm of God that we call it that go through people to help you, 
then you're not going to make it because you don't got no patience for yourself, okay? Mm -hmm. So then, you know, when it comes time for you to help some other people, uh, if you ain't developed all of those gifts that you needed within yourself to help yourself, when other people come to you and they need you to be there to help them, to walk them through, it's just like uh, a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And a psychologist uh, would look at it like this. They put down every day or every week when they see you, you know what you have, uh, um, actually gain mm -hmm. or, you know, or come from mm -hmm. to see your progress. And if they don't ever see no progress, they can't, they can't, uh, well, you're not able to be helped. Yeah. But if they see progress from them helping you clear out what it is wrong with you and you apply those things, then they can see the progress. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing in the, in the spirit realm with God. It's right. like being a psychologist, even though you don't have, you know, the the uh, a degree, but you have the degree of understanding the processes, and you did it for yourself, and you know exactly what it would take to help someone else. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, those are the uh, that's the only way that you'll be able to help somebody. When I say, you know, can you raise someone from the dead? That means a person that has literally almost given in to the forces of negativity, mm -hmm. and here you come, and they and you walk them through the process, and they might even lash out mm -hmm. at you, mm -hmm. but because you understand what that really is, that you're not easily to be deterred and be focused and run, running from helping the people that you say. You know, you got to have some success stories out there, you guys, mm -hmm. and uh, so that is what we're talking about tonight, about can you lift the one out of that muckmire and clay uh, that they have found themselves in, the people that you meet? Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, we will talk more about this when we get back after this, okay? For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory. <laughs> you better put them hands together and act like you know up in here. Make me cut, make me cut my hair, make me wanna dance. Oh, you better put them hands together and have a 
Can you lift someone out of muckmire and clay? Uh, I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host this evening is Strong Tower. And we are here to help you to figure out how to help yourself or how to help someone else. Now, we're not saying that, you know, we are experts with degrees, but we do have degrees in the back alley, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, we have hands-on experience. Experience, okay. Yeah. So, and we're coming from that as well as our enlightenment about what we have learned in walking with God involved uh, to help you to come out of, you know, a a issue, a problem, or a circumstance. And and again, if you want to tell us your story on how you have used you, how God has used you to pull someone. From the pits of hell, you can call us on our show. We are live today uh, at 347-884-8684. Uh, if you have questions or comments, call in, uh, 347-884-8684, or you can email us and let us know how we are doing on our shows as you go and yeah. listen in on some of our yeah. uh, episodes that we had, yeah. and let us know how we are doing um, you can email us at professionalrookies2012 at gmail.com. That email address, again, is professionalrookies2012 at, uh, at gmail.com. And you can call in 
at 347-884-8684, okay? And we want to thank you for even listening yeah. in, you know, and, and, and reviewing what we are talking about, yeah. listening to us, uh, because we have interesting shows coming up here soon as well. Mm -hmm. And we just want to, you know, really, really thank you for uh, giving us a listening ear and hopefully that you will help us along in some of our topics and come and join us and in on some of these interesting uh, segments that we have and, you know, and, and communicate with us yeah. because we need to know your side right. of the story Very too. Important. Right. And so you, we have not only people that are out there, men and women that go through muckmire and clay, but we have kids that go through muckmire and clay, okay? We're talking about teens that be in distress just like us as adults. And, you know, we even have adults, you know, that think, that think like teenagers, yeah. okay? Grown kids. So, yeah, grown kids. Mm -hmm. And um, so in order to help them realize their goals in life and, and help them to have faith in themselves and faith in the God that they say that they believe in, you know, is to is to realize what those latent powers are inside of you, and you must have them for yourself before you're able to be really used to help someone else. Uh, again, I give thanks to, you know, all the people that have helped me, whether it was negative or positive. Mm -hmm. I bet you I learned something because life is yeah. education. Mm -hmm. It's just like going to school. And so, therefore, if you can't figure it out, in, in you know, with life itself, how you going to get some A's and B's in school, right. okay, because the test, is basically the same. The the lessons are basically the same. Just one you got to do to get a job, and then when you get retired, and then you pick up God, you know, then you want another mission of work, mm -hmm. and you have to use that education along with what you have learned in life and those powers that that are within you. And discovering those powers is that sometimes some kind of earthquake got to happen to you, or you know somebody took something from you. And then all of a sudden, you know, you find yourself out on the, t on the town, just like this uh, shooting yeah. with uh, uh, the Newtown uh, children, mm -hmm. you know, after the kids and got, uh, you know, got, got killed and everything, then here come, you know, a latent power is struck within one of those people, and they done got up and started fighting. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes you don't want to wait till something happens mm -hmm. before you use those powers, but most of the time, that's how those powers come out. It's through something that has happened that is traumatic that happens to you. And then you all of a sudden have these uh, different types of gifts inside of you come up to uh, mm -hmm. to help other people and also to help yourself. <laughs> Understand that word Christ now. That word Christ means salvation. Okay? So that means that if if, if, if you got anything in you and you believe in Jesus, believe in God, or the spiritual power, then you must believe in the salvation because in that word is salvation, and you must yourself walk salvation. When people come to you and ask you for help, they're going to ask you, how did you get out? And so you got to be able to explain that to them, what you went through, and then explain to them the gifts that you have finally found out about yourself. And again, those latent powers within you is love. Number one is love. 
how you love somebody up under the cold one. Under cold one is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then you, okay? And you come together as one and share that same power with someone else so that they can get it. So that's about raising someone from the dead, raising their conscience, raising their mind, because their mind is just dead on thinking about the things of this world that has brought them to muckmire and clay. So helping, you know, helping friends that are in trouble under stress, depression, or suicide. See, these are the muckmire and clays that they go through through a regular life of living and where they find themselves at. And maybe some people don't know what to do, but you can find somebody to help you help them. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Strong Tower, is there anything else that you want to add to this? Yes, I just wanted to share uh, something with the viewers and mm-hmm. the listeners mm-hmm. that a lot of times, you know, we're waiting for the, the clouds to separate and thundering lightning bolts to come out and angels to appear. <laughs> a lot of times, the only voice that you'll hear of God is through someone uh, that you know or someone that you don't know. Mm-hmm. But your ears have got to be open and you got to know. I know uh, two years before I was locked up, I was helping building prisons with my dad. I used to lay brick and stuff like that all the time. And we were building a prison, and uh, we was working on a cell. And then I, I put the, the bar window in. I built the walls mm-hmm. and everything. And I know you can't break out of it because we really good at what we <laughs> was doing. Reinforced steel everywhere, you know. And then my dad said, wow, it would really be strange if you wound up in this place. Two years later, I wound up in that same cell that he said that in. I was looking out the same window that I built. Mm-hmm. I was I was uh, just mesmerized, and I just thought, I said, you know what? If I had only had ears to hear yes. what thus said the Lord, I could have probably presented. But you know how they say, if if was a fifth, we'd all be dropped. Absolutely. So Ooh, I'm, that's I'm, a nice word. Well, there. I'm just Strong. Saying, you are, I'm just saying. You know, because this is serious tonight. We don't have a whole lot of joking mm, yeah. that we usually do because we're talking about people's souls. Yeah. And then when, when someone comes to you with a positive word and you know it's right, you better heed it. Because yeah. if you don't, it might be the last time you get instructions before you leave this world. That's right. You know, you know when you're doing wrong. You know when you're about to be driven crazy by the the people that you're around and circumstances and jobs. And, you know, I just wanted to read this little uh, article here real quick here. And it's coming from an author uh, by the name of Marion Lordy. And he says, the times we live in are difficult. And a lot of us pass the day just hoping for the strength to get through it. Uh-huh. There seems to be so much to do and so little time to do it all. It is a financial struggle just to make ends meet. And the future holds uncertainty. Sickness and troubles are everywhere, yeah. making it difficult to stand and believe. Marriages and relationships are being attacked. Addictions increase as truth is thrown to the ground. <clears throat> Through all, we can we grow weary, wondering what in the world are we going to do through this storm. Yeah. So if you have any understanding when truth and when you're in the presence of truth, be humble enough to accept it. And do something about it, yes. because God is talking to you through the people. Yes. If you can come in, if you can get into a conversation these days with someone that's sober-minded and giving you a, a step-by-step process by which you can make your life better, you better heed. 
Hey, and you heard that straight from Strong Tower because uh, we are two people that had to walk this walk this earth, you know, going through the things that we had to go through before meeting one another and then uh, going through what we needed to go through with one another to get to where we are now, which yes. we are now considered a husband and wife tag team, yes. they call us now, okay, where, you know, <laughs> hey, we want to help you from the woman's side of you and the male side of you and using the word of God, the power of the yeah. word is very important mm-hmm. if you know what the word is and what it means to you because only you know what you've been through and how you got through. And so it is going to be very important for you to use every piece of information that you have learned and what it meant to you. And when you give it to someone else, that you impart that into them and that they, too, will apply some mm-hmm. of those things that uh, may apply to them mm-hmm. uh, in their own walk yeah. to make it easier for them. So, and as I was telling you before, there are teens, teenage kids, you know, and adult children, you know, in their 20s and teenagers and uh, some that's from age 8 on up, you know, that that do have a mind but they've been through some stuff. You know, like, for instance, we all know someone who has uh, broken up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, feared pregnancy, gotten in trouble with the law, or felt utterly deserted and alone, mm-hmm. okay? And, you know, dealing with 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 uh, young people mm-hmm. is the same way that you would deal with older people that have immature minds or that have been through something and don't know exactly what to do and they're like don't have the the skills so you have to show them Mm -hmm. by not only just your word but by your walk you know because your walk is more powerful than your talk that's right because if they can see it in your walk and how you live then they too can pick up on it because uh, it's easier than just words. People can talk all day. Mm-hmm. So helping friends in trouble, whether it's stress, depression, or suicide, you know, mm-hmm. we all have bad days yeah. or weeks or even months. Uh-huh. Now, you know, I did some research, and I went over here, you know, in um, uh, this this uh, lady that wrote this particular, uh, I would say it's a, a review, okay, Um and her name is Joyce Walker, a youth de- a youth development, okay? And it's coming out of University of Minnesota. Mm. And you can find this on uh, www.extension.u, as an umbrella, M as in Mary, N as in Nancy, dot edu, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Helping Friends in Trouble, Stress, Depression, and Suicide. This is for teens, and this is also for adults, so we're trying to give you all the information that we, you know, read up on and also in our walk what we can do and telling stories Very or whatever good. to mm-hmm. help you. Very good. So uh, you got your problems get people down, and we feel tense, fearful, or angry because things are changing, and we see, and it seems like it's out of control and it's hard to manage, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, kids get failure on a test, a fight with a friend, an argument with a parent, yeah. or put down by a teacher, and all this can be upsetting. And many things that cause problems beyond your your control. 
you know, like divorces, parents divorcing, uh-huh. family moving away, uh-huh. death in the family, yes. uh, family financial problems. Uh, we've all been through some of those things. So there are three basic ways of reacting to the problem. Either they get angry. This is male, female, or a child, or, or uh, uh, an adult child. You get angry, scream, shout, throw things, start a fight, or go on a rampage. Then you go through a withdrawal. Okay, you take a drink, shut up in a room, uh, take a pill, daydream, mm. or stop talking to everyone. Wow. All of us have been through this. If this applies to you, this applies to you. Okay, and you can uh, you can take charge, think out the problem, mm-hmm. try to find a solution, ask for help, or work for change. Yes. Now, unhealthy ways to react to problems is aggression and anger it gets attention yeah striking out and whoever seems responsible for the problem bring temporary relief but aggression act actions uh like drinking too much driving recklessly swearing at people and breaking up things can also cause trouble in the long run mm-hmm. so you know these particular unhealthy ways to react to a problem uh also uh can can make things worse for you so you know, so you don't usually get to solve the problem. Then you go into withdrawal, and that can be destructive because you just say, "Just leave me alone." Mm-hmm. Now there are healthy ways to react to a problem, and this also can go with: Can you help to lift someone up out of muckmire and clay? Mm-hmm. Healthy ways to react to a problem um, is if your stomach churns or your headache starts or. Fear creeps through your insides and your mind and body, and you react in distress. There are some things you can do. Talk to someone you trust. Yeah. That's all right. That's, that's very good. That's adults, adult children, and children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk to someone you trust. Share what is bothering you. Listen to some music and relax. Drink you some, you know, some teen ta- uh, tea tamers. You know, tension tamer teas. Something that will help you to relax. Get some physical exercise. Do something that normally gives you pleasure. You might be type that pray. Mm-hmm. Get on your knees and start praying. That's what the God in me was saying. Yes, By yes. Mary, Mary, they don't know. Yes. When the door is closed and get behind the door and drop to my knees and pray to God, talking about please, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that helps you get through, do it. Give yourself a chance to think. Yes. Uh, these are first aid actions, okay? They don't solve the problem, but they can blow off some steam. Once that's done, it's a good idea to get in touch with someone you trust and respect to help you through the problem to talk, okay? Um, you know, we got people that there's warnings and signs of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, be aware of real trouble signs. Yes, and any one of these alone lasting only a short time is normal. But if they last for a long time, then there's, you know, you might need to get counseling, okay, mm-hmm. you know, along with God, okay, mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, you mix the two so that you can get, you know, uh, extra help, okay. Yes. Uh, you can, uh, the warning signs of how you can, uh, uh, you know, seek or find out what, what's going on with people, and they give you warning signs. This would include avoiding friends, activities, school, social events. You know, that's for people that are starting to get de- depressed. 
mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Totally unable to think of anything but the problem. That means you now are under stress, and that's all you can think about. You have outbursts of anger or crying. You start to argue a lot, you know what I'm saying, because you don't know how deep the rooted problem really is, mm-hmm. so you start arguing every day or every other day or generally something. Generally, it's about nothing. Absolutely. And then, you know, uh, you're unable to sleep. Now, I have been through that, something that done through my mind so bad, and sometimes it won't let me sleep. I'll be up all night looking with wide eyes, mm-hmm. talking to God, trying to get some teeth. But sometimes it is knowing what the problem really is, and you really don't know until you really start doing some soul searching, you know. Um, Another one, always feeling exhausted or irritated, unable to eat or eating and vomiting, um, escaping by sleeping or daydreaming all the time, Uh severe behavior change, once was a quiet person, but now you're wild and acting up, okay. That's a severe uh, behavior problem, a person becoming withdrawn, and excessive use of drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are four other signals uh, that should be taken particularly serious because they are suicide danger signals. And you, like I said, you have grown-ups that go through this, and you have, you know, children that go through this. So these are some signal signs to uh, look for. Threats or talk of killing themselves. Yes. Okay. There's seven murders every day. Absolutely. And it's been a thousand people murdered since the Sandy Hook. Yeah. Yeah. And preparing for death, giving away prize possessions, making a will, writing farewell letters, or gathering pills, or saying goodbye, uh, talking like there is no hope in the future, um, acting or talking like not a single person cares, completely giving up on themselves or others. That's another way you can uh, see signals of a person that's in trouble, okay? Now, the support that you can give or offer to a friend is what we're talking about this evening, and we're talking about how you can lift someone out of muck, mire, and clay. Some of us come from the Bible to help, and then some of us come from, you know, uh, what we've been through and mm-hmm. give you some, some um, give you some uh, talks on that, and hopefully that, you know, between, you know, giving you the Bible, the words, and then a little bit of uh, experience, you mm-hmm. know, maybe you'll use those and help yourself. That's right. Okay, so this is support you can offer to friends. Uh, you can uh, take the problem seriously mm-hmm. when they're coming to you to talk to you about them. That's right. Whatever the subject is, take it serious. Okay, even if the problem doesn't seem real or important to you, it may be important to them. Okay, then uh, don't put them down. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it doesn't help to say things will be better tomorrow or keep your chin up. The problem is real to them. Okay, and encourage them to talk to other people as well as to you. Okay, because you're not the only person that knows something. Somebody else might know something. So that's when we talk about that meekness. You know, when you may not really know, but you know somebody else that know. Okay, you know, so uh, you got to look at that. That's that's talking to them in meekness, baby. I, you know what? I really never been through that before, but I do know that there is somebody that done been through it, and let's see if you can talk to them about it. Okay, now uh, we are going on a break and we'll be right back to talk about what support you can offer to a friend 
and how you can help someone out of muck, mire, and clay through the latent powers within you. We'll be right back.
Yes, and we are back on the Lardy, Miss Cardi, and Company right here with Song Tower, my co-host. Good to be here. And we are still with you on Can You Live Someone Out of Muckmire and Clay? And you probably heard that particular song that was being uh, played mm-hmm. on There Is a War Cry yes, for the warriors to stand up and fight, okay, because there are people that are in need. And they need your help. Mm -hmm. So the only way you're going to be able to help them is if you recognize the latent power that is within you that was hidden, that was secret, concealed, invisible, inherit, unseen, undeveloped, whichever one. But you have to be enlightened Mm -hmm. on what those latent powers are in order for you to help someone. First of all, you yourself must know what it's like to be mm-hmm. saved. Mm-hmm. The word Christ, remember, is salvation. Mm-hmm. So if you partake of salvation and you now have these latent powers that has now been energized within you to, uh, and it's been uh, a time and time again, have been uh, developed through life experience, mm-hmm. okay, uh, in, in those in those latent powers that you should have within you uh, should be love, joy, mm-hmm. peace, mm-hmm. long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, okay? And out of those, when I spoke to you earlier about Galatians 6 and 1, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted, and to bear one another's burdens, right. and so fulfill the law of Christ. Right. Remember, the word Christ means salvation. That's right. So if you know about salvation, mm-hmm then you can pass this down, and they can go to get salvation, Mm -hmm. but they must know it through you, and you're going to be pushed out there to help people, whether you are a counselor, whether you are an advocate for the uh, for for other act, uh, uh, civil things that you that you've gotten, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or an activist, you know, whatever your gift is. But if you're trained in it, you know, to be a social worker, whatever, then add on top of it the spiritual world with That's it right. so that you will be able to give both That's the right. natural and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. So you got those two together, you got power. That's right. Okay? So as I was saying, that uh, the, uh, ways that you can offer to uh, to support a friend or to help a friend, you know, out of what they are going through, and, uh, and I was saying, let them know that you care, That's right. okay? They may try to put you off, but stay in touch with them. That means when they try to put you off, don't just say, well, forget them, you know what I'm saying, because that's not one of the fruits of the mm-hmm. spirit of what's latent powers within you. The latent power should come out and say, oh, no, I better, you know, I better have this compassion. Right. That's another latent power that you should have. And that uh, particular power that's within you, which is called uh, compassion, mm-hmm. should be this. A deep awareness mm-hmm. of and sympathy for another's suffering, 
and that it causes you to want to reach out and help, Mm -hmm. even if they think that they don't want your help. Mm -hmm. You know, you are compelled to do it. So, you know, let them know that you care. Reach out and invite them to do things with you. Don't force them to be cheerful. Just stick with them. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about stick with them, that means that they have someone that they can uh, lean on and that is uh, trustworthy Mm -hmm. and that is reliable, okay, because reliability is one that they use when they need you in the work field. If you're not reliable, then they they can't count on you, okay? So, you know, that means you have to have patience. Mm -hmm. And so reliability is the same as patience, which is another latent power that you got to have stick with them, mm-hmm. especially when you know that if you if you stick with them and allow those spiritual attributes to take place, that it will uh, help to change them because why? They can rely on you, mm-hmm. they can count on you, and that eventually, you know, through some kind of event that they go through or circumstances that it will bounce back what you would talk to them about, and they will begin to use those attributes that you have given them and those words of encouragement and they will go and they will and, and they will feel much better. They will come out of what they are in, but it's all up to you. Especially you those Christians out there that say you believe in Jesus and you believe in God. You believe in the universe and, and, and the creator that created it, okay? Then that same creation is right within you. That's right. And so you're going to need to use all of what you know to show that the God in you is there, okay? Now, the other part that I want to say to you that there are clues, okay, uh, that you can uh, actually help those, okay, with. And those clues are connect, listen, understand, express concern, and seek help. And Charles, can you please, and that's my husband's name, who is Strong Tower, can you please give a prayer mm-hmm. for these people so that they know that we care? Yes. I would just like to say that we're reaching out to all those who cannot reach out for themselves. Like a lifeguard, we don't dive in the mud, Marvin Clay. We use the word to reach down in that muckmarin clay and to pull that victim that's drowning. Lord, we ask you to give us the tool, that branch, a strong branch, that word that can reach out so that that one that is drowning in that muckmarin clay can grab hope and be pulled out and then in turn help another. We are our brother's keeper. Give us a mind, Lord, to think on others as we think on ourselves. First of all, we ask the Lord to give us the love for ourselves that we're supposed to have, a true love, yes. an unabominated love. Help us, Lord, to sleep in, in an undefiled bed. We must have a foundation in order to work and, and to be consistent in, in good work, not to be pulled up out of the situation and fall back in and expect the loving brothers and sisters to rescue you every time. Sometimes that rescue-er is, is rescuing someone else, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to bless all our listeners for the patience that they have 
and that they can truly hear the word of the Lord through your humble servant. This we ask in your precious name. Amen. Amen. And so, mm-hmm. what can we do when we're helping a friend? Can oh. we be a helping friend? Yes, we okay. can be, and we're supposed to be, especially okay. if you claim in the Lord. Yep. So it is important to remember that you cannot be responsible for another person's actions when they are stressed, depressed, or suicidal, whether they are crying out for help or suffering silently in despair. Only they can help themselves. What you can do best is most is caring and be responsible friend during hard times. This means listening to their concerns, supporting them, and helping them to get the skills they need and trusted to help themselves and be capable adults and have adult friends that's capable to help themselves as well. And so that is all for this particular segment. And next week we're going to be talking about um, ashamed of being black, okay? Wow. So um, we will see you next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Hopefully that, you know, we will have uh, callers that will call in and talk to us on that uh, uh, topic. So we are thankful to have you for this topic on Can You Lift Someone Out of Muckmire and Clay? And we want to say we love you, help somebody. And tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and so we wish you a happy one and help someone, even on that day. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Thank you. Thank you, my love. And, you know, we love you, and we will be back to speak more on some helpful tips and how not to become uh, the things that you see in this life, okay? Because we have to walk it uh, in order to talk it. So we hope to see you next week. And be blessed. Thank you. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.